Empire. You thought you knew, but you have no idea. It's the urban sports scene. You are listening to the urban sports scene with Wole and Ray Jeezy. The homie Will T is out. What's good, Ray? I'm excited about what's about to happen. Anytime the pre-show is dope, it's always fun to consider what the real show is going to be like and we're now here on the real show and i'm glad that people are yeah. listening more and more engagement on social media the urban sports scene is just growing yeah, and nice. it's a, it, it's fun to watch and it's fun to be part of so dude you're a little depressed i can tell when you're off your game you know when you're depressed you usually make a sandwich or something have you had a sandwich you got some gri- some I, type of green sauce I, no no that was oh. for like that was because i'm is well, that peruvian or was that yeah, it's peruvian, I, oh, okay all right that I, I, was because no, i peeped it that was that was bro <laughs> i ate that sunday and I just left the sauce there. I ate Sunday. Peruvian was, is dope. And because like, I lost a bet for the fight. And I, I know. That's what I say. Yeah. I, I know. I know when you off your game. And but you I had, had, you I had, had a, a sandwich though. I had a peanut butter jelly sandwich. There you go. I did. That, I that's those are the telltale signs. That's what's yeah. up. I, that's how I know. Some, I know some, you well. Um, but you're not. You see, you're not big Wole no more. When you was uh, like heavy oh, in college, oh, man, you would have got like a chili cheeseburger. You'd have went really hard. I went with ham, bro. The the source of your depression, the trigger for your feelings, is Errol Spence. He was not just beat. He was beat pretty badly. You know, I like Errol Spence still. Terrence Crawford showed a ton of respect. I'm going to continue to respect Spence because he's still a top fighter. It's just, of course, he lost that night, and it wasn't as close as what we expected. However, the discussion with us and what else, what else is to come on the show yeah. is going to be great because yeah. boxing still won. Boxing is winning now. Yeah, they did win. Okay, so boxing did win. For That's example, I told win. you a long time ago, and many say this, uh-huh. UFC is better than boxing because the best fight the best, right? Yeah. Guys aren't scared to lose. They mm-hmm. they step in the octagon like Israel Adesanya. Yeah. He he took an L, yeah. but he came back and he won, and mm-hmm. it was dope to watch. There was a big UFC event over the weekend, but because Errol and Bell was fighting, nobody was really talking about UFC mm-hmm. like that. So Dustin Poirier and Justin Gaethje fought, and Errol and Terrence Crawford were bigger than that. So but boxing still won, and I'm excited about that. Um, I know when I go back in the barbershop, I'm gonna catch it because. Oh, you were talking trash. I wasn't talking trash. trash, but the way these guys framed it is is, is if Terrence Crawford was like 10 times better than Errol. They were saying Errol is just too slow. He's too this. Oh, he's right. And I'm like, <laughs> well, what's crazy is, again, I, I was just feeling like for what Errol has accomplished, all the people that he beat, it was disrespectful. Yeah. So we were going back and forth. Um, and, hey, when I go back, I know they're going to they gonna tell me, look, we tried to explain it to you. You were wrong. But I still feel like there was some other factors. But Bud was amazing that night. And I, I, I like Bud, too. That's cool. Yeah. Nothing we'll, wrong with that. We're going to get there. We're definitely going to get there. Yeah. I do want to give a shout-out to my boys because uh, they were talking, like you said, talking trash. Uh, my boy uh, Rodney and Lawrence. Okay. Uh, they were talking trash about, like, the whole time before the fight, like, mm-hmm. oh, Earl can't, Earl can't see Bud. Bud mm-hmm. gets way more, like you said, but Earl stays one way, you know, one mm-hmm. side. He's one way. He's one dimensional. Right. Bud, Bud has he can go to different. He can go different different routes. Right. Go to southpaw. He moves his feet, fast hands. He's a, he's a finisher. I used to hear that all the time. He's gonna finish. We up. talked about it last all week though. That that, like, that the speed that. factor that Crawford had that edge. Yeah. And we thought it was a wash power wise. Yeah. So, I you know I thought Earl had like more power. That, oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's, we'll talk about that, too, okay. bro. Because it's like it's a lot, though. But shout out to y'all, man. Because they always talk about I don't get, I don't give a shout out when I'm wrong about boxing. So there you go. I, I put it out. Well, there. see that that's part of factored <laughs> into my thinking because I got humbled because Q 
Keith Thurman who's talking about fighting a woman at this point. Bruh. Because, <laughs> because remember, I was so confident that Keith Thurman was going to end Pacquiao, yeah, which he should have. Yeah, Pacquiao yeah. was at the end of the road, yeah. and Ugas ultimately did what, it, what was supposed to happen. Yes. But then <laughs> yes, like you, tr- you, you trolled me. Like you trolled me for probably a good two weeks about how you're pretty accurate yeah. with your boxing predictions. I, 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 and, I mean, you were happy. Armand Lee, shout out to him. Yeah. I ain't seen him in a while, but he came on and was like, well, are you the only one I saw that really was picking uh, Pacquiao? So you had your flowers, and, and you, you just rolled with I it. Rolled so the flowers it, died. I was like, dang, this dude is coming for me. So I said, okay, Rolay rolling with Earl. Rolay, since he's the boxing expert, I'm going <laughs> to I've been right a lot, and then I've been wrong the last few Well, weeks. I was I over. I, I, I was Just big over, too. I sent a, a text out saying, okay, Stephen Fulton about to win. Earl's about to win. It's going to be a great week, top rank. Yeah. You know, that, that ESPN, that whole, uh, that whole crowd over there is about to shut up. Yeah. Nope. I'm telling and, you. And man. like I said, boxing still won. I'm okay, though. It's it's good, not, I don't. I don't get into contentious arguments anymore about sports, which not I love. I don't get I, like it's not I, that I, thorough. To social, me. What I've seen on social media has been insane. Oh, that's different though. I just they're crazy. I, I walk. I walk away. From they're that crazy. Stuff. I'm not. I don't entertain that stuff. That's too much for me. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I forgot to mention we're part of Empire Media. <laughs> <laughs> we are. We're part of Empire Media. Empire Media, Media. and that's uh, EmpireMedia.com. Uh, so yeah, check us Empire out. Empire Media is, is hosting multiple DMV podcasts such as the John Con Report. Are you getting into all that? Okay, go ahead. As well as ESPN <laughs> Washington, as well as <laughs> Jones Football, hosted by USA Today Insider Mike Jones. I mentioned John Com. John Com has been, I mean, he's been putting some great Commanders uh, content, content out there. Yeah, on, on he's Empire, part of Empire Media, yeah, and YouTube, of course, um, yeah. he he is the, uh, I guess, what do you want to call him, lead writer for the ESPN um, yeah. for the Washington right. Commanders Insider. Right. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, that dude. Yeah. You know it, bro. He's that dude, man. Oh, yes, yeah, me. Subscribe <laughs> to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Just search The Urban Sports. I can read this, too. Make sure you subscribe to The Urban Sports and YouTube channel as well. Also, check us out on Podcast DC, which is the local app with hundreds of options in news and health right here in the DMV region. Go ahead and download the Podcast DC app to hear all of the Empire shows, including The Urban Sports scene, as well as a lot of great content. Hey, do not forget to tweet us at Urban Sports Scene. Hit us up on IG at Urban Sports Scene and like our Urban Sports Scene Facebook page. Hey, also join our Urban Sports Scene Facebook Facebook group. Search Urban Sports Scene, sports bloggers, sports podcasters, and sports debates. Will T's not in the building, but he usually says this, but I'll say it for him. Let's get into our tradition, the pregame. Here's what we have on tap. We'll talk about Terrence Bud Crawford dominating, and I mean dominating Earl Spence Jr., Earl Spence Jr., Saturday night to become the undisputed welterweight champion. Then at 8.20, uh, Wayne and Jermaine from the Adams Boxing Show will join us to, to give us their thoughts on the fight. And finally, we will talk about what's going on during Washington Commanders training camp with Seawall Sports and Entertainment's Candy Waller. Candy is also the president of Bowie TV. All right, Saturday night in Vegas, Terrence Bud Crawford TKO'd Earl Spence in the ninth round to become the undisputed welterweight champion. Ray, why was Bud so dominant? Uh, I think Bud came in with a game plan, mm. and Arrow had a one-track mind mm. that he was going to break him. That was his goal. Mm. He assumed that Terrence was going to start off slow. It was going to be some feel-out rounds up until around the fifth, and then at that point, he could break him down, going to the body and imposing his size and his will. But Bud got off to a fast start, and Bud never looked back. So I think that was the main determining factor for the fight. I don't think that Arrow at all underestimated Bud. I really think he knew what he was capable of. And I think that Bud, same mindset, he had a mindset that I'm going to, 
<laughs> I want to show the world because he still had that chip. I feel like Errol didn't have as big of a chip. Even though Errol was not the betting favorite in Vegas, he didn't have that chip that Bud. You said it. Yeah. Bud just looked like the hungry dude even before the fight came about. But leading up to it, what's crazy is you and I had discussions. We thought both of them were sort of 2A and 2B. Canelo was number yeah. one in our eyes yeah, in terms yeah, of pound yeah, for pound yeah, before he yeah, lost yeah. to Bevel. And they were 2A and 2B, so to speak. Uh-huh. When Bud beat Porter, we like, all right, Bud's number one in terms of welterweight. It's, yeah. it's done. Um, and then, of course, Errol comes back and, and hurts Ugas. Yeah. I mean, broke, broke his face. And it's like, okay, Errol is back too. So now we're going to settle this debate. And the, the debate was settled. And I largely think it's because Bud and his team just had a much better game plan. But I also feel like in, in training camp, he's sparring Shakur Stevenson. He's getting guys into the ring with him who are equally as good and sharp. And as you know, iron, iron sharpens iron. I like that Derek James is building a, a nice stable and, and group over there as well. But it just wasn't the same. I feel like Bud had a better training camp. Bud had a better game plan. And better Bud training. came out on top. Yes, yes. I make fun of people's weights, trainer. The other trainer. Oh, oh, Bomac. Yeah. It's because Bomac, he's is a talker, so he get under your skin. When, uh, when, 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 when big folks get at you, that's the first thing you gonna say. <laughs> you are gonna go out there, wait, because <laughs> he was he was annoying Arrow. Because that's what people interviewing Arrow. I'm not gonna uh, necessarily man. shout out all these other websites and all, but they were saying you seem like you got more of a contentious <laughs> relationship. With his trainer, Bo Mac, as opposed to him, and he's like, man, I'm going to knock his, I'm going to shut his Cheeto eating butt up. And, you know, that's what Errol yeah, said in response. Yeah. They were annoyed by Bo, because Bo Mac has been talking longer than Bud has. Yeah. I but mean, at the same time, Bo Mac was selling the fight, too. Yeah. That's what he said. All right. So, my, I mean, why he was dominant, dominant, why, why Bud was so dominant. He was just a better boxer, man. He's just a better fighter. It just is what it is. Like, when you watch, when you watch it, that's what you, that's what you see. Like, the better fighter won. It's always, like, when we go into breaking down, like, puncher versus the boxer mm-hmm. and not to say earl can box i think earl can box um but the supreme the supreme boxer typically wins right like even like for example like i'm a pacquiao guy right mm-hmm. but i told folks between May- mayweather and pacquiao especially at that time i was like yeah mayweather's gonna be probably will probably will probably be pacquiao i said that like he'll probably be pacquiao you know so I'm, i told folks i'll root for i would root for manny but mayweather will win because he's a supreme boxer this like fury wilder Power, Wilder has more power, but Fury is the is the, is the most dominant boxer. I guess that that may be a, that may, that one may be a bad example because Wilder really can't box. He's more of just a a puncher in the truest sense of the of, of the word. But in this situation, I just you know looking at the fight, it just to me to me, er, me Bud was just the more dominant boxer. Just nothing Earl. It's nothing he can do. And the issue, the thing that was so jarring was that he hit him anytime he really wanted to. Like it wasn't. There was nothing Earl could do. He landed a high percentage yeah, a of power punches. Very punish. high percentage. So, so something in my eyes was either off about Earl or again Bud elevated himself. But I said that last week. I said yeah. that the world before we came. I said I think Bud got another level that we ain't seen yet. Yeah, and, and, definitely and, was that. And level. Will said, yeah, I do too. I said the same thing about Tank Shakur. I think we haven't seen the best of these guys yet. Yeah. Like Tank was saying, well, said that. Tank said was that. saying maybe Garcia might bring it out of him, but then he saw that Garcia was, was an inferior boxer to him, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. he he chilled out because we watched Errol against. I mean, I'm sorry, we watched Bud against Postal Victor Postal. He didn't look like this. They went to, they went the distance. Andy yeah. Burns went the distance. He fought uh, Gamboa 
which he didn't. He stopped him though. He did eventually. Yeah, eventually. Late. He stopped him. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying we saw him fight Mean Machine. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's it's just so. So we never saw this Terrence because he didn't need to bring it out yet. Mm-hmm. But he knew for this fight he was going to bring it out, and that's what Earl was saying. Like in the, in the lead up, he was saying, "Really, your resume don't compare to mine. As I fought better fighters. Yeah. So we thought, okay, if you can't stop them. Then how are you gonna stop Arrow? Because Arrow is a beast. Yeah. Um, Antoine said that after he he stopped Postal, he was like Terence Crawford, who people consider number one, couldn't couldn't do this. Yeah. But Terence Crawford had a whole nother level that again he didn't either show or he didn't feel like he needed to because he knew he was far superior to these boxers, including Benavidez, Jose. He he stopped him in like the eleven for twelve. Mm-hmm. We we I'm thinking nah, him and Arrow going to the distance. I thought if if anybody won was gonna be on points, I really did. That was my thought. I know. Shout out to Will. He said I got Crawford by KO. He said that during the show. He said it during the show. He got Crawford by uh, KO, and then he said, you know, of course, later on, I got Crawford in the ninth once he saw how yeah, the fight no, started, no, 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 and he, he called it perfectly. Yeah, he did. He did. He did. Damian Lillard walking into the arena. He said, I can't see anything that Spence can do that can offset what Crawford brings to the table. He said, hey, I love Spence, but I can't see I mean, it. He be and that's the thing. Dame be watching boxing too. He's, uh, he's he do great I, boxing. I ain't gonna hold you. He, he, he be watching boxing. Um, yeah, just you know, first round was. Legit, I thought, yeah, it's how I thought, filling out process. I thought, I knew Earl would, would push it, and he did push it. Um, he pushed it, too. I mean, the second round, he tried to push it, but he got caught. Like, the first knockdown was more, he caught him with a jab, mm-hmm. an unexpected jab. Um, I was like, yeah, I ain't really hurt him. I told him he didn't hurt him. He just hit him. He caught him, and he caught him off balance. Bam. You know what I'm saying? It was a solid night. It was a knockdown, but he just caught him. Um, the second, the last two joints were just like. Yeah, well, were, at that point, real. it was an onslaught. Yeah, it was real. The power um, punch. No, the percentage really. was crazy, and yeah, and that too, and also it just and it's what to me is wow. Like Earl is the bigger boxer, but he didn't it didn't play that way. Like I felt like Bud was stronger. Mm-hmm. Like he pushed him, he pushed him around. He's the one that Bud had, said that he had the strength. Bud Earl said I felt not, I felt his power, and I was like, you know what? And then Bud kind of like mushed him a little bit. Yeah, I'm saying no, like, yeah. like he was the stronger boxer. Like, he bullied I mean, him. Yeah, like, yeah. and I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know why that's the case. Because that Earl has always been the stronger boxer, period. You know what I'm saying? Like, Bud just, like, again, Bud was just ready, man. He was ready for him. He was better. He's a better boxer. And that, that's cool. That's the beauty of sports. Boxing is it's the annoying. most difficult one. Because in boxing, it's not a team sport. You know, you can you can have, like, Allen Iverson overmatched by the Lakers. But Allen Iverson still hoops. Yeah. And he still got all the respect in the world after they basically get whooped by the yeah. Lakers in the finals, facts, right? Facts, yeah. Everybody's still saying AI is an all-time great. Yeah. He just went up against a better team, but when you one on one with somebody and it, and it happens like it plays out like that, yeah, like then it. there's there's, like there's, there's 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 a reactionary way about all of us, especially those who cover sports and and fans of sports. Yeah. So now I don't want to see the rematch, blah 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 blah. Listen, if they have a rematch, I'll I'll be all for it, and if it's at fifty four, that would be dope. Terrence Crawford talked about moving up anyway, so I think it'll be great for boxing again. Uh, Errol Spencer has already said he's, he wants to do that and yeah, and I know, I know you said you don't want to see it but again you're reactionary you lost money you I had invested oh you didn't I thought you bet no I said, oh. I said it, was on, it, was on, it was a friendly oh, bet oh friendly like, bet okay you lost I, a friendly bet yeah, but still I'm, I'm, I'm actually I'm blown because my, your guy my lost. lost okay okay fair enough but still if you watch the history of boxing Ali, Frazier um, Duran and Sugar Ray, Sugar Ray lost bad to Duran that first fight. So give it, give it a rematch. That's why they signed the clause. I said the same thing. Don't care. I use that example, of Ali Frazier, like because Frazier beat Ali pretty in, in one. Yeah, but good. Frazier went to the hospital after that first fight. Exactly. Even he won. No, no, I know, but he like he. But I know. I, I agree. No, I agree. I'm <laughs> saying like, but like there's there's levels to a beat down and saying the rematch is going to be Sugar Ray Duran then. 
This one was, this one was work. This one was pretty bad. Sh- Sugar Ray got whooped. I know Sugar. I mean, but this was pretty first bad. Fight. But this is pretty bad. Like you see this dude's face? Yeah, yeah, of course. All right. Did you like, like one Th- round? This is this is this is a better example for you because you round? lived to see this. You didn't see the Sugar no, Ray Durant fight, so, so that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I hate when we read old fights I don't care about. But it's it's, it's a great fight. I gotta, it's, it's a way to reference how boxing, you Sugar, know, sequels and things Sugar, of that nature can was, play out. But they were they were they were really fighting the best. Like that's different. Like these dudes don't fight the best. Well, that, that well that's why we had to love this fight, and that's what happened. No, I love the fight. I like I love the fight. Just angry at, at what I saw. Like, <laughs> see, see, people getting so emotional. <laughs> Tim Tim Bradley, he, the way he came out, well, he I guess boosted, people right? people boosted, were, right? well beyond boosted. I mean, he was beating his chest, but. And same thing with um, with Andre. Well, I guess they were sick of hearing yeah, about been, the back and forth. Yeah. But that that's why this fight had to happen, to put the rest of the debate. So now we know Terrence is ahead. Okay, if they fight again, if Terrence sweeps him, then ain't no point of talking about it no more. But we can still have a great discussion about these top welterweights. And now, moving up to 54, I would love to see Charlo stepping in with Crawford as well. It's good. Yeah, It'll be dope. It would be. And we can continue this discussion yep. with uh, Wayne and Jermaine from the Adams Boxing Show after the break. You're listening to Urban Sports saying... For Aitas, you dig deuces. Yes, I did. So I packed it up and brought it back to the crib. Just a little something, show you how we live. Everybody want it, but it ain't that serious. Mm-hmm. That's that. So if you gon' do it, do it just like this. Did you realize that you were Wow, the crowd is. You don't see just how fly my style is. I don't see why I need a stylist when I shot so much I can speak Italian. I don't know, I just want it better for my kids. And I ain't saying we was from the projects, but every time I want to lay away or deposit, my daddy say, When you see clothes, close your eyelids. We was sort of like Will Smith and his son. In the movie, I ain't talking about the rich ones. Cause every summer, he'd get some brand new hair brain scheme to get rich from. And I don't know what he did for dope, but he'd send me back to school. With a new wardrobe and hey, I think he did when he packed it up and brought it back to the crib. Just a little something, show you how we live. Everything I wanted, man, it seems so serious. Mm-hmm. That's that. Sh- so if you gon' do it, do it just like this. Did you realize that you were a Living's harder than dying. For me, giving up's way harder than trying. Lauren Hill said her heart was in Zion. I wish her heart still was in rhyming. Cause who the kids gonna listen to? Huh? I guess me if it isn't you. Last week I paid a visit to the institute. They got the dropout keeping kids in the school. I guess I clean up my act like Prince do. If not for the pleasure, at least for the principal. They got the CD, then got to see me drop gems like I dropped out a PE. You're listening to the Urban Sports Scene with Wole and Ray Jeezy. And we are part of Amp Pyramia. That's amppyramedia.com. The homie Will T is out. Right now we are joined by host of the Adams Boxing Show, Wayne and Jermaine. What's up, Wayne and Jermaine? And welcome back to the Urban Sports Scene. Yeah, what's going on with you, my brother? It's just me today. Wayne. It's just you, Wayne? It's just you? All right. Yeah, just for me today, man. Okay, I all right. Make it today. Okay, yeah. got you, got you, got you. Hey, man, um, let's get right into it, man. Ray and I, we were talking about, you know, the fight. I thought it was going to be a classic, um, you know, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But why, I'm going to ask the same question. That I'm, Ray knows <laughs> I'm blown. Can he finish his sentence? Ray knows I'm blown. But I'm going to ask the same question I asked Ray earlier. Why was Bud so dominant? 
Oh man, this is something he was just ready for, man. This mm-hmm. this is the best I've seen from Chance. I've never seen Chance look this good. Mm-hmm. No, I watched it the same thing. Yeah, I know, race the same thing. Took it to another level. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely took it to another. He's ready for the moment, man. I, I, I knew something was up when Eminem came out. I was like, oh, man, this dude. You know what? I, I ain't going to lie to you. I thought that, too. I don't know why. I, now, and like, interest music is getting to me. Like, I think that kind of sets the tone of winning a fight. This is killing me. Yeah. I thought the same thing back in my mind. I'm like, because I didn't know who Earl had. I was like, who, who, is, who is this? But when, when I mean, yeah. Bud was first. I mean, Bud was, I mean, uh, Bud was, no, Bud was second. Sorry, Bud was second. Earl went first. Mm-hmm. And when Bud, like, when Earl came out, I was like, I don't even know. So my boy, my boy was like, yeah, this is so-and-so. I was like, I don't even know this dude. But when Earl, yeah. when, when um, Bud came out, I was like, yeah, M. But M wasn't even rapping though, so it wasn't even the same. He just it was off. It was off the. Nah, it was a dope interest, and he had the fishnet. I mean, he he won that battle, man. Like he did. He won that battle. Oh Why yeah, not? yeah, for sure. Arrow <laughs> er- came out to a local rapper from Texas. Mm-hmm. I mean, my brother knows his name. I'm yeah. not really familiar with him see, as much. See, but uh, yeah, when he brought M out, man, I knew something was up, man. Uh-huh. Bud looked ready, man. You know, and it's, and then when you watch the first and second round, man, every time Bud would stick that jab out, just it would just make Arrow just go backwards. I'm like, man, what, hold on, man. What? <laughs> This ain't the Aerosmiths I know, right? I know, now. man. Just, yeah, so, some seem off about it, but regardless, Bud was the better man. I, I want to well, add a question in here because, mm-hmm. you know, obviously I follow you on Twitter. You follow me as well. Appreciate you. But oh, yeah, no I've seen the bro. discussion about um, is it in a way, a new way out? We've been saying it wrong or whatever. But you say he's number one pound for pound, right? This this fight was for number two. You still feel that way after this dominant performance? Well, the thing is, I didn't know Bud was going to do that. That's what I'm saying. Now, it kind of make me, it's making us like, okay, now we got to look back at it. Like, is, in a way, still number one? It's tough. I really think it can go either way, to be honest, which is really no right or wrong answer in it. Mm-hmm. But the fact that, you know, the caliber opponent, you know, Arrow, I believe, is high on the pound for pound list than Stephen Fulton. So, I have yeah. no problem with anybody saying that Terrence should be number one, you know, right now. But, uh, but in a way, man, in a way, it's coming. In a way, it's coming. I think it's, 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 a, it's a good debate. What, what y'all think? Well, see, we, we had, we've had Shakur on the show before. He was cool. Shakur was a little upset with the tweet. Like, hold up. Come on, man. Because yeah, you don't yeah, call with this man. So I'm like, maybe you can walk it back now. But it sounds like you're not sure uh, how you feel. But I guess in a way, the more competition he, he faces, the bigger competition, I'm sure we can settle this debate, especially if he makes it to Tank, which is what people are talking about. Yeah, yeah, but look, check this out, y'all. You know you good when people are calling for guys like 13 pounds bigger than <laughs> This is true. Nah, hey, real talk. You know this is true. Abuse. This is true, though. Like, you have people who are bigger than this dude calling them out. They want to see him. Like, you know you exactly. on a different level. I agree with that. I Dang. do agree with that. Because look, check this yeah. out. Y'all. y'all remember when Floyd was doing his thing, people was calling for him to fight uh, Gennady Golovkin. I'm like, hold up. <laughs> yeah. Like, really? Yeah. So that's, it's reminiscent of that right there. But anyway, anyway, he's a straight beast, though, man. In a way, he annihilated Fulton like that. I didn't expect that either. Nah, nah, that's the dope part. But, I mean, boxing boxing won. Over that course yeah, of the seven sure. days, boxing won. Boxing is back. And I, I'm yeah. here for it, man. You know, I'm not that much invested in any one fighter, except for, the you know, like Antoine Russell. I told him that that's my guy. He fighting on the 12, by the way, fam. Check him out. Showtime. But anyway, other than that, man, listen, we, we all as boxing fans, we're winning in this. Media, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. To have those two fights in one week, oh, my goodness, man. We might not ever get a week like that again. <laughs> nope. I, I ain't vibing right right now. I ain't going to lie to you. I was, I'm invested in Earl, man. That's my guy. I ain't going to lie to you. I, oh, yeah, I've been, yeah, I like I've been, I've been invested. I ain't going to hold you. I ain't going to hold you. Like, yeah. I'm not mad. This is what I was telling Ray. I'm not mad. Like, like, Bud beating Earl doesn't surprise me. So I'm putting that out there. Mm-hmm. That doesn't surprise me. It's the mm-hmm. manner that he got his ass whipped. That's what that's what yeah, bothers nobody. me. Like that's what bothers yeah. me. Like 
I'm cool. Look, a knockdown. I'm cool. I'm cool with a knockdown. But three, come on, like three. Yeah. And you couldn't finish. Like that's a like you got like you got finished. And there, and I, I know yeah. people are like, oh, it's the bad. Like that's a good stoppage to me. I was like, yeah, he done. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was on the man. It's good. That's oh, a great stoppage. Yeah. It, yeah. It's good that Harvey did that because yeah. if, if if he prolonged it, oh my god. Wow, dude. <laughs> Hey, hey, I'm going to ask you this real quick, Wayne, on the side note, because me and Wale are always mm-hmm. debating. You remember when Oscar Valdez almost killed Burchelt, right? You remember Burchelt was motionless yeah, for a good yeah, five minutes. Wale was like, it shouldn't have been stopped. It should have been stopped way before that. But now he's talking about Earl shit. Come on, man. I think even I think Earl shit, I would have been okay if they would let him get finished. I would have been okay with that. I really would have been, oh, even man. though it was a good stoppage. Man, if you see the way Arrow face, man, that was a good stoppage, man. It was all red. Oh, no doubt, red, man. man. He brown skin, he red. Like, how's that happen? Listen, yeah, man. The, that wasn't the worst I I've seen, know, though. Erickson Lubin was the worst. The, hold on, would you, I want to hear what, what, what oh, you say, Wayne. My bad. About that, you good. I just don't know if that's if just the fact that, like I said, you know, I don't make excuses for Arrow, yeah. but I don't oh. know if it's the fact that I car accident he got in that bad car accident. Uh-huh. So, I mean, you're going. I know, I know, a lot of the Bud fans don't like hearing that, but. When you get in any type of accident, you get it. You're never going to be fully 100 percent from that. Mm-hmm. Like, like he was flown out of a car. Like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I that, think no, no doubt. Just for me, lost fair square. But come on now, like the man is human. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was. So, yeah, even to, to that. Like I don't like the reason why I don't. You, I mean, it's it's your fact. That's it's, that's a factual statement. So I'm gonna start it with there. Start it there mm-hmm. because at, at first, because when he fought Danny Garcia, I was I was like, yo, he's not right. Like that was my the first yeah. thing. I said, he's not said right. He, he ain't like, right. Yep. But then we beat Ugas. I was like, okay, I can't use the excuse anymore. Like that's the first thing I said to myself. Like I can't. Use nah, no like, doubt. I, and, but but then going to this fight, so that's the reason why I can't use it for this fight. Though I again, I'm gonna <clears throat> I'm gonna say this though. That ain't the Earl that I'm accustomed to seeing. But I know Crawford fans yeah. will say that Bud made him look that way. So I'm not going to argue with them. I think they're, to a certain extent, they're, they're right. Like, for yeah, all yeah, I know, I they're right. For all, they're, they're right. You know what I'm saying? But that's not the Bud. I'm, I mean, that's not the Earl that I'm, that I'm accustomed to seeing. Like, oh, oh, you got to let you know it go, bro. I'm not letting it go. You shut up. Like, let this go. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, Dispense fans are coming out with a lot. A lot of excuses, but they were talking big stuff before the uh, the fight. Yeah, that's yeah. the problem. He was gonna break Bud. He was gonna break Bud. I mean, Errol Spence was talking a lot of stuff. He so. was. On a, he was though. Real talk. He was. I mean, you you, you definitely know, he, supposed he to. He said he was gonna break Bud like Kuta Kente, man. So, <laughs> you know, man, and I didn't. You know, and to be honest, I didn't like when Errol said that because you know, you know, I mean, I watched Roots and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, history. Yeah, the right thing to say and yeah. all that, but. I mean, Errol talked a lot of stuff, man, and he got his butt whooped, man. Yeah, he Point did. blank period, man. There you go. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong. That's that's boxing for you. So yeah, uh, we're going to talk a potential rematch, but all, but before we get there, um, in your eyes, what does this do for Bud's legacy? Does this cement him as one of the four kings? One of the four kings. Uh no, no, no. He still has more work to do. Okay. Mm. I mean, when you look at his resume, it's good, not great, and it's not all the way his fault. Right, but. Oh, okay. It was a lot of politics in the, that you know came into play with that, but he still has some more wins out there. You know, I want to see him versus Keith Thurman or Boots next. To be honest with you, I don't really don't want to see an Arrow rematch. Mm, uh, that's right. I I wouldn't mind seeing him against Jermell because people sleeping on Jermell, bro. Like Jermell is that now that's one of my favorite boxes again outside of uh, of Antoine Russell. But um, so so you think he still got some more work to do? So let's say he. What would he need to do? Would he need to beat Boots, Thurman, Mel, a rematch? Um, how far would he need to go before you could consider him one of the, the, the greatest of all time in that top four? Uh, 
I would say the beat boots. You got to fight one of these young dudes. Okay. Every, everybody has done it. Even Floyd has done it. Mm-hmm. Taking on Canelo. Yeah. True, true. 13 years older than Canelo. You, you got to face one of these young guys, too. You know what I'm saying? So I would say beat boots, beat Keith, because Keith is one of your peers. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And at one point, Keith was the guy in the world's weight division. Oh, no so doubt. Take yeah. care. You people forget about Keith. Keith yeah, I do. I get that. You know what? I get the Keith thing, but he deserves this. Like, cause he wasn't trying to fight these dudes. He deserves this. He deserves people not trying to fight him. He can blackball. Yeah, he deserves this. He was doing this to Earl and um Earl and Bud. Nah, he deserves this. Yeah, that is true. Cause one point in time, it didn't seem like Keith or any of them champions at the time wanted to really. Yeah. After he went twelve rounds with Mikey, that's when you seen guys like Sean want to get in there with him. Yeah. And everybody else want to get in there with him. So. That's the only thing uh, about Keith. That now they they on top. He wanna. He wanted kind of he could be calling him out, but when they were trying to call yeah, he, him out, he wasn't he wasn't he wasn't listening to them. Look, he missed that shine. You know, keep keep definitely one time you met Keith was a big trash talker too. Yeah. He missed oh, he still is. Sure. He's still he's still talking reckless out hey, right there. Now, even yeah, though yeah. I, even though I like Keith. Um, now did you see the comments that Tank made? Tank said, "I'll stop Bud and Six. Oh man, I remember when that when I first seen that on <laughs> one of them spaces. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I mean, he's supposed to be confident, man. And Tank has power. I want to see how his power, you know, travels with him as he moves up in mm-hmm. weight. But what's going to happen when you can't hurt Bud? Can you beat Bud by decision? Mm. Yeah. And Bud will hit you. Bud will hit you, as we saw. He will hit you and hit you a lot. Well, the Boots fight yeah. looks like the most intriguing then. Based yeah, on what is. you're saying, no doubt. Boots is on the come up. Boots looks so good his last outing. He'll get finished by Bud, too. Is that- hey, uh, George, hey, George, we got a comment from George on Facebook. George, about this legacy talk. Okay. George, mm-hmm. completely, uh completely changes the perception of him. Whatever doubts about his place as an all-time great has been put to rest. Well, yeah, I get that. See, like we discussed before, Wayne came on. It was when he fought like Victor Poster, when he fought Gamboa, when he fought the Mean Machine, as they call him. Um, he fought guys, and it wasn't like, okay, he looked real spectacular. So that's why mm-hmm. people did not necessarily hold him mm-hmm. in that yeah. discussion with the, the greats of boxing. But th- this fight right here with Arrow being the top fighter, yeah. I mean, like, like you said, top four, pound for pound. Look, all I'm going to say, he's yeah. him. He's him right now. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. He's him. Yeah, yeah. Bud is that guy. You, you got to yeah. give it love to him. Bud is one of the best of this time right now. Yes, um, I, in terms of all time, like I've told people plenty of times, the, the, the best fighters that we've watched on film, guys like Pernell Whitaker, mm-hmm. uh, guys like early uh, the early 80s, Hector Camacho, uh, yeah. Floyd, uh, Sugar Ray Leonard. Um, we don't put Floyd on that. I mean, not, not Floyd. We don't put Bud on that on the level of those guys yet. I mean, those are the, those guys that we will put over Bud in terms of who we've seen on mm-hmm. film. So. You're talking about his competition, right? Just because of competition. Competition and skill set, too. Okay. Because okay. those guys, like those guys were like A plus fighters. Mm-hmm. See, yeah, um, I agree. So we will put those guys above Bud. But Bud, if Bud continues to rack up wins, then maybe one day we will look at him in terms of that light. But he's a great fighter, though. He's a great fighter. My my primary issue was that he resigned with Top Rank, knowing that it was a struggle to get yeah. those big fights because of, of, yeah. of the the affiliation, yeah. man, with, with Bob Arum. That that was my issue. Why resign with him? And then Bob Arum come out talking about he was hard to promote and he was like pulling teeth to get him to do this and do Bob that. Wrong now, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Bob wrong. Bob hurt. He hurt because he, he missed out on that bread. Yeah, Bob wrong now because this fight he put him to another level. This this fight put him to another level. Oh, Bob always said he would dominate Earl though. He did. Bob Arum always said that he just said getting him to promote is it was hard. He's like he won't be Floyd, but he won't act like Floyd. Yeah, Wayne, what you about to say? No, no. You would think that some of the guys would have learned from what. You know, Floyd has went through with Bob. And I like Bob Aram too, but mm-hmm. 
you know what I'm saying? I, I, that, that did catch me off guard with Terrence, you know, resigning with them, especially when the, the guys on the other side were with, you know, Al Heyman, you know, Golden Boy, Liquid Al Heyman and Golden Boy. So that did put a halt to a lot of things. It was just a bad time in politics at that time mm. on all sides, to be honest with you. So, yeah. uh, so Wayne, where does Earl go from here? Where does Earl go from here? Yeah. Go up to 154. Mm-hmm. Um, he's an easy... At this point, really, Errol should be fighting at middleweight, to be honest with you. Mm. He's been at welterweight for far too long. Uh, Errol's always been a big guy. Errol, look, he can be in the ring with guys like Winky Wright and Marvin mm-hmm. Hagley. Like, he's, he's, that, he's that big. Like, he really shouldn't have been at welterweight this long as it is. So, it's about time for him to go up to 154, maybe fight uh, uh, Erickson Lubin or Castaño. Castaño hasn't fought in a long time. Maybe he can fight some of them guys. And those guys are not going to be sweet for Errol either. Do you think the knockdowns have like made him damage goods? Like he won't be able to bounce back from it? Uh no. If he if, if Harvey Dot would let or well better yet, Derek James' train didn't stop it. Well no no, Harvey Dot stopped it, but if maybe he would allow that to continue, man, Errol, man, oh my goodness. It would have been tough for Errol to come back from that because he was his face was taking a beating. <laughs> and probably should have stopped before that, actually. Who we thought before? Oh, yeah, that's tough. <laughs> and it probably should have, man. You see the way his face looked. Oh my goodness! That no, was horrible. Really, man. Derek Jackson stopped it. To be honest, his trainer should have stopped it uh, much probably. Uh, you listen to the Urban Sports scene. We're currently joined by Wayne from the Adams Boxing Show. And if you follow Adams Boxing Show, you know they do a lot of film study. And you study yes, like Duran and Sugar Ray. And remember, Duran got at Sugar Ray that first fight, yeah. but then they came back and ran it back. Do you see? Errol being able to have a similar result if he were to run it back with Bud at 154. What the thing is, the difference between that is the the Sugar Ray Leonard and Duran fight was actually a close fight. It, like, a lot of people <laughs> think that was a blowout, but it, actually that was a close fight. And it, you could have given that to Sugar Ray Leonard, even though me and my brother were more impressed with what uh, Duran did. So we thought Duran should have gotten decisions. So I got to shout out to my brother Jermaine, man. He's definitely the, the king of film studies and <laughs> film watcher I know. So. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. That, that Riddick Bow, uh, uh Lennox Lewis debate, I thought that was dope, by the way. Oh, good job, man. Definitely appreciate it, my Yeah, because, see, I thought Duran beat Sugar Ray flat out, and I'm from PG yeah. County. Man, Sugar Ray is my guy. But at the yeah. same time, I was like, nah. I ain't, I ain't, I, I'm I seeing Duran got that first fight. I'm always watching old fights on YouTube. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I've gone back and watched a lot of um, Andre Ward as well. But yeah. I feel where you're coming from. Wole does not want to see the rematch for real. He's 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 a Earl guy. He's he's frustrated. But <laughs> at the same time, I'm, I'm Errol, I'm, I, like, yeah. I like both of them equally. At one point, I did pick. Oh, I did. I actually thought Errol probably win this fight. But hmm. if I mean, I thought it would either be an Arrow decision or a Bud stoppage, and I lean towards more of the Arrow decision. Actually, mm. I thought Arrow be much prepared. For, I thought Arrow was really gonna come in there and be ready to go, man. But I thought if it was a stoppage, Bud would be the one to stop him because Bud is more of a finisher than Arrow. Man. I, I didn't even think he's going to get finished. That, I see. That's, see. that's what I'm saying. My man just finished, dude. Like, he was finished. Yeah. But nobody thought <laughs> finished. it would be like this. would be this bad, though. Yeah, man. I told Ray he beat him like Mayweather beat Gotti, and he said I was out of line. Ooh. I thought that was pretty much. Gotti did not land a punch hey, on hey, Floyd. Hey, wasn't it that bad, though? Hey, Wayne. It was. Thank you. It, it was that bad. Thank you. I hate the way you ask it, See, though. exactly. It was that bad, <laughs> that, right? Wasn't it that bad? It, it was. It was definitely that bad. You see the way Gotti face was. Now you see the way Arrow face was. 
Yeah. Earl well, got up off the yeah. stool and continued. Gotti could not get off the stool, and Gotti did yeah. not land one punch. I I, I remember yeah. watching that fight at Jillian's he before like before, yeah, before he, it changed he, he, he over. He landed a punch, though. Don't say he didn't land a punch. Like one stupid punch. <laughs> it was like a punch. He landed like, oh, he let. It just didn't do nothing. It was like, ha, ha, ha. I'm he just saying, like, I thought Gotti hey, could fellas, land a lucky hey, shot. Funny story about that. Funny wait, wait. story about I remember yes, being in a barbershop. And it was a guy that was adamant that Gotti was going to beat Floyd. There's always one it. idiot. Said, I, I used to laugh at it. There was always one person. Nah, that was crazy. That's yep. insane. It was wilding, too. It was wilding. Yeah. <laughs> See, we weren't out there thinking that Errol could win. We, we knew Gotti couldn't win. We thought oh, Gotti cool. could land a lucky shot, possibly, and maybe oh. hit him, but... We thought Gotti can win. No, no. Any, uh, oh, no one who thought... No, no, no. No, no real boxer right, exactly. thought Gotti was going to win. They just got obsessed with Gotti Ward and thought that thing was real. Like it was real yeah. boxing or some shit. All right. So, <laughs> so, 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 Wayne, before we let you get out of here, what's the next big fight to take place? Is it Canelo Mill or what do you what do you consider? Or would it be like a Canelo versus Benavidez be the next big fight in boxing that boxing needs? Canelo Charles is a big one for sure because that fight really could have happened... Probably ten years ago, like they've been calling out Canelo for a long mm-hmm. time. It was always, it was in the same division at, the, at one time at the same time, you know. So that's a big one right there. That's been long brewing. Um, well, hopefully one day we get uh Haney versus um Shakur. Tank Haney yeah. versus Tank oh, Shakur oh, versus yeah. Tank. Oh yeah. yeah. One day, hopefully we get. Hope that, that's the key. We'll see what Tank does when he gets back. Everybody waiting to see what Tank gonna do. Well, let me ask you this real quick. My bad. Well, I got another question because the way Errol lost now in in a sort of top. Pound for pound guy going against another top pound for pound guy. Do you think that's gonna make some fighters scared? Like, you know what? I'm not gonna risk it. I'm about to keep making this bread and knocking out folks instead there. of trying to fight the best. Cause I don't, I don't know if I want to take that risk by losing. Cause a lot of people want to preserve their O these days. You know what I'm saying? Of course. And, and you might be on to something right there. They seen the mm-hmm. way Arrow stepped up in comp. Well, Arrow's been doing that his whole career. He never takes tunas. But the right. way Arrow lost, no, I don't know. Let me keep. Let me just play it slow. Let my manager pick my opponents. Let me guide yeah. my career the right way. You, it's possible. It's been going on for so long, but I, I hate that, though, man. You I fight know, the man. What's the yeah, purpose of being in too. boxing if you ain't fighting the best, you know? No, I'm with you. I hate it, too, but I think some boxers will be shook off of this cause, because, yeah, because Earl is always, and, you know, the thing about, and, I, and, and it was a tweet out there, I think Michael Benson uh, tweeted yeah, out. And he said that Earl, the only reason that fight happened, because Bud said it, like the only reason after the fight, is yeah. he said the only reason why this fight happened was because of because of Earl. Like, it's the only reason. He appreciates him for that. You know what I'm saying? Give him this opportunity. So, like, so Earl made it happen. I don't know. Other Al Heyman is known for that, though. Al Heyman is known for sort of, he, he's a matchmaker. Yeah. To make his guys look good and make a lot of money in the process. That That's what he's known for. If, um the old uh, HBO announcer, uh, play by play, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, blow by blow analyst, he said that too. He mm-hmm. said that. I mean, I'm not sure if it's true. He said that, that you know he alluded to some similar uh, sentiments about Al Heyman. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people said that we like Al Heyman, though, of course. Um, but yeah, yeah, we got to have you back, bro, because we got Regis fighting Haney. It's going. It's some. It's some oh, yeah, big fights coming up. Oh, but I do. I do. I do. I'll ask this last question. So, do you think, even though you don't want it, do you think Bud Earl has? A, they have a rematch, and do you would think they have it at one fifty at one fifty four? You think it happens at 154? If I'm Terrence, I'm putting because Terrence has the ability to mm-hmm. do yeah. wait. Look, if I I do it right at what way? I make Arrow come back down again. But I mean, if he has a soft side, you I know, think he kind of does. He, does. <laughs> he, he already he already alluded to he might do it at 54. Yeah, I think he I think he has a soft side for I think I think he may have a soft side for Earl. Yeah, because Spence yeah. called him. You know Spence saying? called him on his phone personally, yeah. and they talked for a half hour. Like, all right, we gonna make this happen one yeah. way or another. So I, yeah. he appreci- he appreciates Earl, no yeah. doubt. 
I don't think it changes anything, but I'm just well, saying that. <laughs> I don't think it changes you got, anything. You got you to get over the grieving process first. My man grieving over here, yeah, bro. I don't think it changes anything. I, mean, hey, I understand, it, man. He I, him, I, I man. Can't. I'm, I'm going to give him his flowers, man. But it's him. I, oh, I yeah, saw enough, sure. man. I saw enough. Like, that yeah, was Earl it. Was Great too. Aaron was still great too. Yeah, yeah, yeah but that's a that's a different that's a different level, man. Oh. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. We all saw it was different level. <laughs> but no, Look. I gotta give Arrow his props though, because yeah. nobody would have done what Arrow did after coming off the accident. True. Nobody would have. He never took tune ups. Never, never took tune ups. This is true. This is true. He should took a tune up though, but it's true. Should have. Yeah. <laughs> the, the the only face I seen worse than Arrow's was Erickson Lubin after the Fandora fight. Other than that, Arrow has had like that was the man, worst I've seen. Somebody that's the worst damage I've had seen. The Martin face though, he literally yeah. had the Martin. But no, face, did you see Erickson Lubin yeah. after the Fandora fight? Y'all know. Oh, that was bad. That was that, that was, was, that was worse than Arrow's. I don't know. I seen that. I don't yeah, he was he was disfigured. Yeah, uh, it was deformed. Yeah, but Earl's like pretty Erickson bad. Lubin too. Like oh, Erickson Lubin is a hey, he's 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 out there trying to get the big fights. That Charlo fight was sort of fluke, if you ask me. So he, yeah, he deserves to get yet. he deserves to get another shot. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. He, he's very I think my Erickson Lubin is very offensively talented. Mm-hmm. Very offensively talented. It's, it's just I'm still I will be I'll I'll be all right. I have to get over this. Oh yeah, you'll be all right, bro. <laughs> I gotta get over this. Man. <laughs> it ain't even been a week yet, man. You still you still grieving. I'm still grieving. It's the early stages of grief. Arrow's gonna be back. Trust me, Hey, Wayne, man, it's been dope having you on. Before we let you go, man, let our listeners how, know how they can catch you on social media and how they can catch you on catch your um your your show on YouTube. Mm-hmm. How you break down Almost, how you break down fights and whatnot. Oh yeah, shout out to Urban Sports Scene, but definitely, man, y'all can follow us on Twitter at Adams Boxing Show and the same thing on YouTube at Adams Boxing Show, man. It will pop right up, man. Definitely appreciate the Urban Sports Scene, man. Man, Wayne, we, we, all y'all, yeah, man. Man, Wayne, we appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for being on, man. Love your content oh, no on social media, man. I, I, like, you're yeah. just doing great work, man. You really are. Uh, thank you, man. Appreciate y'all, brothers. All right, man. Have a good one, man. Yes, sir. Y'all too, man. All right. All right. All right. My man Wayne, make sure you follow Wayne on Twitter. Wayne and Jermaine Terrell on Twitter at Adams Boxing Show. Again, at Adams Boxing Show. Same thing on YouTube as well. Good stuff. You know what I'm saying? Very good stuff, man. Hey, Bowie State President and Seawall Bowie State. Bowie State. Bowie HBCU, man. Bowie TV President and Seawall Sports Entertainment. Candy Waller will join us to talk about the commander's training camp after the break. You're listening to the urban sports scene for I just you dig deuces. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Right. 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 Uh. Feel me now, listen. Mama loved me, Pop left me, Mickey fed me, Annie dressed me, Eric fought me, made me tougher. Love you for that, my no matter what, bruh. Marcy raised me, and whether right or wrong, streets gave me all I write in this song. Hootie babysitted, changed my diapers. Gil introduced me to the game that changed my life up. East Trenton grew me. Had me skipping school. Valencia's boyfriend, Volvo, had me making moves. Mama raised me. Pop, I miss you. God help me forgive him, I got some issues. Mickey cleaned my ears. Annie shampooed my hair. Eric was fly. I used to steal his gear. I was the baby boy. I could do no wrong. Yeah, it's going past fast. Let's move along. Kitchen table. 
That's where I hone my skills. Jazz made me believe this was real. Labels turned me down, couldn't foresee. Clark sought me out, Dane believed. Primo laced me, Ski did too. Reasonable doubt, classic, shoulda went triple. Mama loved me, Pop left me, Grandma dressed me, plus she fed me. Banana pudding, what's in the hood then? Puffing on, drinking pink champagne. Tyro with a VA spot. Tone Mike Zoe and them VA's lock. Big, what's up, ha? Be high, hated the fact I put rap to the back. Money pouring in, clientele growing out. You're listening to the Urban Sports Scene with Ray Jeezy and myself, Wole, and we are part of Amp Pyramedia. That's amppyramedia.com. Yes, sir. And so far, it's been all about boxing today. I mean, Bud and Earl took up almost the entire show, so we're going to transition into some commander's talk right now. We have Bowie TV president, Seawall Sports and Entertainment's Candy Wall on the line. Candy, what's good? What's up? How's everybody doing? We're good. Glad to have you on, Candy. Man, it's been a busy day for you, right? Yes. It is. <laughs> <laughs> the short answer is yes. At least it's not as hot, Candy. You, you got a, you. We got cool candy in this joint today. But last week, Candy yes, was y'all was y'all posting cool the heat is real. <laughs> I like that. Hey, so hey, Candy. Before we get to the actual training camp talk, uh, linebacker Jamin Davis is facing a reckless driving charge. He was cited driving 114 miles per hour in a 45 mile per hour zone in Loudoun County. The judge has rejected the plea deal, and he could see jail time. How are how are the players and coaches taking this news? Everybody seems to be business as usual. It mm. is not impacting practice. It is not impacting relationships. Um, Coach Rivera did share in the press conference with media that they're going to be as supportive, of course, as possible, um, but understanding the legal process. So they, you know, they are supporting Jamin, but they also understand, you know, the, the, the law is the law. But it is not impacting practice or relationships or anything of that sort. Do you think this could uh, affect his position on the team, like a starting position? You know, what I mean, he's missing some he's missing some valuable time. Yeah, I mean, we've definitely had that conversation um, amongst the media of what the impact could potentially be if he does, in fact, have to serve this jail time. I mean, would the would the judge potentially say, okay, this could wait till after the season? Would the league even step in and say, okay, we have to suspend you a game or two or three or four? This is definitely a situation to watch. Um, as we're getting and nearing into the season, I don't think it's something that's going to necessarily go away quietly. Um, and so it, it's definitely something to watch for sure. Um, it, because there there could potentially be some suspension of games for sure. Oh wow! All right, so let's get let's get into um, let's get right into camp. So you know you you spent some time you spent some, you, you were in there today. Anything that popped you know caught your eye today in camp? Anything different from the other days in camp that you that you seen? Well, today tensions flared a bit um, between the offense and the defense, the second day in pads. Um, and so it, the, the intensity has gone up. The intensity was already high, but once they put the pads on, things definitely get it, it gets a little gets a little testy. Um, <laughs> and so saw some testiness between center Nick Gates and linebacker um, Cody Barton, which Coach Eric Bieniemy chopped that down fast. He's not into wasting any time on the practice field. Um, Coach Bieniemy is all about tempo. 
He's all about getting right to it. He's all about getting the plays out, getting things done. And if there's things and corrective action that needs to be made, he, he does not want to hold up practice with senseless tussles. Um, I'm a person who doesn't mind a tussle here and there, but it was evident and, and abundantly clear that Coach Eric Bieniemy did not have time for it, and he shut that down immediately. I'm glad you mentioned him because – as part of this media family, we see a lot of different perspectives on the commanders, but that has been the one constant is EB is that dude. EB's bringing intensity. EB was what we needed. What's your thoughts about what Eric Bieniemy has brought to this franchise? I mean, it's all the things you just mentioned and, and then some. Yesterday, I had a conversation with Andrew Wiley, um, former Kansas City Chief, um, offensive lineman, you know, so Super Bowl champion, has worked with uh, Eric Bieniemy before. And one of the things that he mentioned is that EB is very detail oriented. He gets into the minor details. The minor details, the small things make a big impact. And that is EB. He, I have literally watched EB make everybody do something over again. Mm. I mean, he, he's not singling anyone out if he wants Jahan to do something a different way or do something exactly the same way he said it Jahan will have to do it again Terry will have to do it again um different linemen will have to do it again and it's not a picking on it is exactly what Andrew Wiley said in that he's very detail oriented mm. he he wants to to talk about and engage and empower that standard of excellence so he is a bit, sometimes I like to say progress, not perfection, but no, Eric Bieniemy <laughs> is very much a perfectionist. He wants it right, and he will make you do it again and again and again until you do it right. When you hear him say, nice, nice, you good. But if he says, do it again, <laughs> you're going to have to do that thing again. Candy, I love it. And the great John Madden, I'm not going to age us, but he, he visited what was then the Redskins training camp, and he saw the coach at the time, Jim Zorn, Always taking Jason Campbell to the side. And the reason why I mention that is because what it showed, and many said this, is Jim Zorn was a quarterback's coach. That's what he was. He wasn't a head coach. But Eric Bieniemy sounds like a head coach based on everything you're saying and everyone else is saying about him. Do you think this is just a short stint? He's going to turn this commander's offense around, and he's either going to be the head coach here or somewhere else. What's your thoughts on that? And then let's talk about the quarterback, Sam Howell, because he's the second name that's come up constantly in discussions. I think Eric Bieniemy is definitely positioning himself, mm -hmm. not necessarily for the head coach of the Washington Commanders. Ron Rivera is the happiest I've ever seen him, literally. He will probably even tell you. One day I was talking to him and he said, you know what, Miss Candy? <laughs> I feel like the man who's got the weight of the world lifted off his shoulders. Mm. And I said, and you look like it too, coach, <laughs> because you look like you are very, very happy. And so, because it's all football now. It's not questions about Mm, other stuff yes. all football right now and so he's very happy and he's able to take the back seat to coach B enemy I think that this is an opportunity not necessarily from a head coach perspective but to shift the culture and be the primary play caller there will never be any more questions about who is making the call and whose play call is that it's all Eric the enemy. So everybody sees the differences in players that have been vets on the team for a while, or even if they're in their second year and they see a difference, everyone will point directly to Eric the enemy and say, Eric the enemy did that. That's what we're seeing right now. Okay. So Sam, Howe. I'm sorry that he was the second name I mentioned because again, 
This is what's trending in Commander's Camp. Have you seen progression in this short period of time? Because you've been watching them for a while now. I'm going dating back to the end of last season. Yeah, I've been watching Sam for a while now, and again, short answer, yes. <laughs> Definitely seen difference in Sam Howell. Longer answer, but going back to what I said about Coach B enemy, he expects he expects excellence. That's the expectation. Now there's so many coaches, and Coach Ron Rivera talked about this that are have surrounded themselves between Coach B enemy, the quarterbacks coaches, and the assistant coaches who are really tapped in to the success of the overall quarterback group and, most notably, Sam Howell. Mm. Sam is doing good. Sam is doing good. I think what we're seeing where some, you know, may be talking about, like some, you know, fans may come to camp and they see some struggle a bit. It's not necessarily – I mean, it's Sam, and he's and he's growing, but he's second year – First year in a completely different offense, that the tempo is way different, play calls different, expectations different, but he is rising to the occasion. I see different things in Sam, and one of the things that I really want to know, I haven't seen a lot of people talking about this, I am seeing and sensing Sam making a connection with each one of the offensive players individually. And collectively, it's almost like he's watching the film, even on his receivers and getting to know them in a way of where their strengths are, even when they catch the football and even when he's handing the football off to them. He's almost almost it seems like he's tailoring it to where they're comfortable. And that takes a level of chemistry and dedication, not to just learning the plays, but to also learning the players. So I'm anxious to see how this continues to to progress. When Sam does make a mistake, he corrects it. Again, going back to Eric B. Enemy, he's going to make you do it again until you get it right. And Sam, oftentimes, he makes that corrective action pretty quickly. That's a good sign. That means that, you know, that he's growing. He's a young quarterback, so that's what, you know, this this team has been – they've been Mm -hmm. trying to groom a young quarterback, so – that's a good sign for Sam Howell. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't want to get into Sam Howell because, you know, that's a thing that everybody wants to talk about. But in terms of, mm-hmm. like, this team's defense, that's, this is the thing that everybody's talking about. They're talking about how this defense has been dominating the, the offense in, in camp. Uh, is this true? Is this, this defense looking this re- looking that real out there? Yes. <laughs> again, oh. another short answer. Yes. Okay. I right. mean, you all may have heard me say, I think I shared with you all um, during OTAs. Mm-hmm. I was like, I mean, one day I got – frustrated like well I mean is anybody gonna be able to catch the ball other than the defensive back I mean what are we doing out here and so that has gotten that's a sign for me going back to the offense of their progression as well um so far since OTAs because the defensive backs were making a lot of noise and they still are but that defensive front here's a sign right here that that defensive front is ready and poised to be everything they're supposed to be Deron Payne has been typically a more quiet member of the team. He's loud on the field, right? His play is loud. But who he is, he's very humble. You know, everybody knows he got, you know, paid this offseason, rightfully so. But I've heard now Deron share with the media consistently that they understand the sense of urgency. He notes these two monsters we got on the end. He calls 
Sweat, and Young monsters. The two monsters we got on the end and all of the guys you got on the interior and all of the other guys behind us. We know the capital that has been invested on this line and on this defense. We know we have to come out fast. We will come out fast. And that is how they're acting in practice every single day. Most notably today, I was sharing with our media family member, Lake Lewis. I was like, Deron Payne is playing out of his mind. I said, he's acting like a lunatic out there. He's going crazy. It was it was like, whoa, maybe we just bubble wrap Deron. All right? He's good. He's good. Bubble wrap him. But they know that how you practice is how you play. So nobody's going to bubble wrap him. He's going to keep practicing. But to hear him speak in that way in a very leadership authoritative tone of them understanding who they are, what the investment has been made into them and how they need to show up. That is a very positive sign. Believe all of the headlines. The Washington commanders defense is legit. It is real. And I think it will make an impact on the scoreboard come game day. It's good news for you, Washington Commanders fans. So, hey, Candy, Candy, before we let you go, how can uh, folks catch your content from uh, on, on Seawall Sports, Bowie State? You know, I mean, Bowie State, <laughs> Bowie State, Bowie TV. You know, I'm, I'm an HBCU mode, mo, bro. You know how I am. Oh yeah, I know uh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Bowie, that's Bowie right. TV. Excuse me, because you're the president of Bowie TV. So, like, tell, like, get, let our listeners know all of your content. So. Everybody, make sure you're following the Bowie TV Sports Twitter, the Bowie TV Sports Instagram, and the Bowie TV YouTube. It's Bowie TV at BCNC Maryland TV. A ton of content is on there. You can also follow me on Twitter at SeaballSC. I put my notes there. We're still doing the live show. Um, if you want to bring in your comments on Seawall Sports and Entertainment, Facebook and YouTube pages. But if you still haven't cut your cable... You can catch that. <laughs> you can catch it on Verizon Channel 11 and Comcast Xfinity Channel 77 every day from 1.30 to 2.30. So I'm back up with all my notes and the shows and you name it, but those are all the different places you can catch the Washington Commander content. Hey, hey Katie, thanks, thanks for being on. Proud of you. doing great work. Keep it up. All right. Thank you all so much for having me. And anytime. Anytime. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Again, that was Candy Waller from Seaball Sports Entertainment, also Bowie TV president. So make sure you follow her on Twitter at Seawall S-E. That's at Seawall S-E. Oh, man. Great show, brother. I know. That's all I can say. Will did not make it tonight. That was unexpected. Yeah. And the three of us having this discussion would have been even harder to, 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 to stay within the time yeah, frame. Yeah, it would have been dope. So I, I missed out on that talk because he called it, and he called it accurately. He's not boasting, but he did come for me on the text messages. You, you saw it though. He was, he was, he was, he was, he was put. He, he, he added me in text messages. Oh, did he? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he, he yeah, added yeah. me first about the Fulton fight. Even though he never picked nobody with the Fulton yeah. uh, in a way fight, but anyway, yeah. it's all good. It's all good, man. Hey, this has been a great show. Hey, subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, tune in iHeartRadio and Google Podcasts. Just search the Urban Sports Scene. Also follow us on Twitter at Urban Sports Scene, IG at Urban Sports Scene, and like our Urban Sports Scene Facebook page. Don't forget to subscribe to our Ur- Urban Sports Scene YouTube channel as well. Check out the home of the Urban Sports Scene, Amplifier Media at Amp. Pyramedia.com, and this show can be found on the Podcast DC app. Download the, download the Podcast DC app to hear all of the Amplifier shows, shows as well as other great content. Hey, man, thanks for everybody for tuning in. Ray Jeezy. <laughs> hey, Bud, thanks for being my man. Uh, not thank you, but Bud. Uh, <laughs> be my man, Earl. 
Good work, man. You are you, you him now, bud. You him. I'm, I'm gonna say that for everybody who's listening. You know what I'm saying? I give a shout out to uh, Mike Knott, who I lost a bet to. So now I'm a vegan for basically a vegan for like two weeks. That's cool. I can I can do that. I can handle it anyway. And you know, shout out to my man, uh, my my homies, Rodney and uh, Lawrence. Y'all won. Y'all won VPs, man. Y'all do one. Congratulations. Wow. You are really struggling with this. You know what I'm saying? Congratulations, man. Anyway, man, appreciate everybody for tuning in. You've been listening to the Urban Sports Sign for Igis. Yeti Deuces, A Mega, lead us out, big homie.